Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Vile Files. The voice of an angel. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to uh, an Ask Nick episode. Joined by my trusty producer, sidekick, Rochelle. How you doing, Rochelle? I'm good. I thought this was a really fun episode. It was really quite nice. Some interesting, uh, lovely people out there. Yeah. Ten percenter, a ten percenter joined. Um, lovely guy. You know, sometimes we we stress out, and then we build it in our own head. Mountains out of molehills. Mountains out of molehills. <laughs> we do that sometimes, uh, but also very relatable in yes. that sense that um, you know you hear people's perspective, and it's a, like a totally justified reason, but also like it's chill. It's going to be okay. It's going to be totally fine. Yeah. How are you, Rochelle? You know, I'm pretty good. I'm like, I'm excited for the new year because I feel like I'm going to really get back out there. You know what I'm saying? Dating? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do like a restart. You uh, you uh, slowing down a little bit? I thought about I this. Did I say this on the I'm a podcast? complete stop. <laughs> You're in a complete stop? Yeah. I thought about this in terms of, what did I say this on Caitlin's episode? I'm I'm so confused. Maybe a different, totally different podcast, but I like this idea of I'm always, I always talk about how I don't like it when people, you know, no offense, then the complete stop. You don't like that. I Listen, I think you should always be open. If you are wanting to have hopefully meet someone, you should always be open, but you can slow it down versus accelerate. It's like in a car, right? Sometimes you're like foots on the gas. You're really going. Sometimes... It's on cruise control. I know, right? but you're acting like that I'm doing this. Oh, I'm saying I, no, I'm saying some people, like when we all do it, right? We all, break. we all do it. It's just like, I need to stop. I need to stop. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Oh. I, like, I, I push, I'm deleting every app and I'm just, they just go like, yeah, I did that. They go a little, that's, and that's fine if you need to do that. But I think it's always important to like, just have that, not to sound cheesy, open mind, open heart mentality, but yeah. mentally you're like focused on everything else. I get that. Cause I'm kind of like that right now too, where it's just like, yeah. I'm like, I, uh, I just, uh. I'm not like closed off, but yeah. I'm just my effort, you know, right. my, my, uh, my, my effort pedal on the gas. It's, yeah. it's, I'm not really pushing it. Yeah. You know, I'm rolling downhill and if it, you know, if we get any momentum, great, but it's fine. Like it's we if we don't move anywhere it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Are you look, looking forward to Thanksgiving? Are you going home? I'm going home. Um, it's just gonna be me and my parents, no and siblings. my mom's working. No siblings. No siblings can make it. You my like mom's that? working on Thanksgiving. Or do you? I, like I've never done. I've never gone home for Thanksgiving. Usually they ever. No. Nope. You left home. Well, like not in a long time, because we all go home for Christmas. 
But um, my dad invited me and he's like being really cute. He's like planning hikes for us and we're gonna go out to eat just us on Thanksgiving. I'm like, this is so fun. I, uh, my, uh, it's my, I think I mentioned this on, on it's my mom's birthday. Right. Uh, pizza Thanksgiving. Pizza Thanksgiving. Super looking forward to that. It's my understanding. <laughs> I hate to say this. What? Though, but many of my siblings on Thanksgiving Day will be doing families uh, with their like husbands, girlfriends, wives, whatever. Oh. So it's going to be a smaller, more intimate, and I am looking forward to that. Oh, like I don't I, like it's. I can't imagine the Thanksgiving chaos with eleven. I was like a pizza with some of the other, you know, some other siblings. You know, yeah, the, the little ones. My, it, it, I think it's going to be more my mom and dad. It'll be quiet. It'll be sweet. I'm like, <laughs> I can't. I'm looking forward to that. Like I don't. It's just like the tr- yeah. We'll have you know. Again, You're going to have a we'll come whole, back for Christmas. But while your back is, everyone going to get together or not? Uh, yes, that Saturday, my brother is hosting Thanksgiving, oh. but I'm, I'm on a plane back to LA on, on You're the, missing it? But my, you know, my parents are coming out for Ellen the following week with the two little ones. And it's like, I can't, I You're need to be on Ellen. I was on Ellen last week. Oh, uh, well, I mean, yeah, I was on Ellen last week. But why are they coming out? Well, because last time they were out here, I got them into Ellen. Yeah. Because my mom's a big Ellen fan. Yeah. So is my sister. So like I... I got them tickets. Fun. And it was a special episode where they got free tickets to come back now for the Ellen Extrava <laughs> giveaway. So oh, they get presents? They're coming back for the, the um, uh, basically Ellen Christmas, Christmas special. They're very excited. How fun. I, yeah, so. Was it fun being on Ellen again? I mean, I always enjoy Ellen. Yeah. It was a fun little, a little game show. Um. Anyways, uh, don't forget, guys. Merch. We yeah. have merch. Yeah. Check it out. T-shirts are available. I think we should have hoodies by now. If we don't, they'll be there soon. Yeah. Great for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um. Some fun slogans. Give it for your friends, for yourself. A great reminder. Well, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. Uh, we had a lot of fun uh, yeah. talking to our callers. Uh, anything else? Well, Ed, one last thing. Uh. NH Oils Natural Habits is having your Black Friday sale, so check in on uh, check in on a Black Friday for Code Black, forty percent off. But it doesn't start until Black Friday, so if you oh. missed the Caitlin episode and you need a great holiday gift for your loved one, better sleep, better health. Everyone no. would love. Uh, it's like the greatest gift. Oils, yeah. And also the packaging is nice. It's it elegant. really is. So check it out. NHOils.com starts Friday. Code Black, forty percent off. Anyways, enjoy. Ask Nick. What's your time with Nick? Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Good. What's your name? My name is Ryan, and I'm 34. Ryan, 34. 10 percenter. Yeah, nice house. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> for those for those of you who aren't watching, Ryan's a handsome gentleman. Yes. But it seems to be nicely furnished place. <laughs> uh, how can we help you, Ryan? Yeah. So, um, quick question for you guys. Thanks for uh, taking the time. Um, so, I've been with my current girlfriend for a little over two and a half years. Okay. Um, we moved in together uh, last year. It's probably going on a little over a year now. Um, and my problem is, uh, recently, uh, I'm in, I'm in software sales and, uh, right. recently I took a job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, 
So I recently took a job that will um, basically require me to be on the road for uh, about 50% of the time. Okay. And uh, it's not that I've not traveled before in the past. And and uh, me and my girlfriend, we, we enjoy traveling ourselves. Uh, it's one of our bigger passions, but um, this will be obviously for business. And so uh, an issue has come up uh, recently that I've noticed with this new role because I've now been out of town um, and will be out of town in the future for quite some time. Uh, I've noticed that when I do leave town, um, she'll either invite her mom to stay the night in the guest room, um, or she'll go and stay at her parents' house on the other side of town. Mm -hmm. um, and so this bothers me because, uh, well, a couple of reasons. Um, I, I love her mom. I love her parents. Uh, they're both here in town as well. They're local. Um, but I just don't like the thought of somebody just sort of wandering around the house. Um, I mean, I would be uncomfortable with my own parents being here. It's just kind of a weird, you know, space thing, I guess I have. Okay. Um, and, and, and another reason, uh, is that, uh, if, if she does go to her folks place, um, I'm, I'm basically obliged to, uh, to have my dog boarded okay. and granted he's my dog. Um, he's been with me since before we were even together. So he's my responsibility. Um, but the dog gets along fine with my girlfriend. Uh, she loves him. He's, he's getting a little bit older. He's very low maintenance. And I just, you know, I just prefer him to, to stay at home where he's comfortable. Yeah. You're missing um, out on the ancillary benefits of, of living with your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And I don't like to, I, I don't want to take that for granted, obviously, sure. but um, I guess my question is um, she, she goes back to this being sort of a safety concern. Um, I, I've tried to present to her the fact that, uh, that it that it shouldn't be that if it is, um, you know, she says that she can't help how she feels, which of course I can, I can empathize with. But, um, but I guess my question is, like I said, is this normal? And um, if not, uh, or even if so, what do you think I should do uh, in this situation? Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's I'm I'm really interested in this this question. Yeah. I think it's kind of fascinating. Um, you seem like a a pretty uh, structured person you're very yes. tidy like things a certain way i mean already looking at your place everything seems to be in their spot um right you know so that's is this a normal i mean i think this is just kind of a a very um uh i don't know re, i don't know if relatable because this is kind of unique but just as it seems like a relatable in the sense that it's such a it's like a normal like couple problem right, right. it's this is not like yeah. some kind of uh, Greek tragedy of like, what do I do? Just <laughs> like the, scandal, the tediousness right. of relationships uh, is kind of fascinating in that regard. Um, I mean, you have the right to your opinion. She has the right to yours. You seem like you're, you're thinking on, you know, trying to empathize it from her point of view. I mean, nothing for me. It's like, you know, you're asking me about, and I say that because you're like, you're, you're telling me the story and I'm not like you in that regard. I can already tell that like, I don't think I would really care if uh, I wasn't at my place and my mom or my mother-in-law, I mean, you know, I'm kind of joking thinking like, what are you hiding there, Ryan? Like what kind of, kind of Dexter stuff is, is going on there. But um, again, I also get that there, there's a lot of people and I have friends like that who are very meticulous and it's just like, man, this is my place this is my stuff. And like, yeah, my girlfriend or my wife or fiance is living there. And so like, that's part of the routine. Are you a very routine kind of guy? I am. And I think one of the things, and 
maybe uh, a spot where we just kind of don't agree uh, myself and her is that I am, I'm fiercely independent. I always have been. Uh Um, I, I, I just like to kind of do my own thing and be sort of self-reliant in that way. And so I see that as sort of a dependence. And I mean, I don't want to, to try to influence who she is as a person, but you know, I, I would think that one would want to be a little bit more, um, independent in that regard. And, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just sort of strange. I mean, like I said, this new role will present itself time and time again, more because I will be on the road more. So I'm just kind of worried that this is going to be going to cause sort of a, um, a bigger, a bigger rift. Well, I, I guess my question is what do you, other than, uh, you are, as you know, very independent and you pride that. And then, um, sounds like you, uh, are, I'm sure I'm assuming attracted to that and, and people you're around, like you prefer her, you, you like when she's independent, I'm guessing. And so the fact that in this situation, it sounds like she's becoming more codependent on, you know, her mom or her, someone that kind of bothers you other than like it bothering you. What's the worst case scenario here? Um, I'm sort of, I guess, worst case scenario, not really. Um, she, she'll cite the safety issue. So going back to that. Um, so in response to that, I mean, I'm, I try to fix things, right? I mean, I'm a guy, so if you present a problem, I'm going to try to fix it. Right. So she presented the security thing. Well, basically I have the most secure house in the neighborhood at this point. I mean, we've got cameras, uh, security system, you know, obviously you've got the dog, um, I built, uh, we have like a giant, uh, perimeter fence with a gate around the place. Yeah, you seem um, like you clearly have your shit together. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and even still there's, there's this safety concern issue. So, um, there's that, but I, I think just kind of going back to my original email I sent, I don't, I just don't know if I like the thought of, you know, if this is the person I'll spend the rest of my life with and sure. potentially have kids with, um, do I like the fact that, you know, she can't handle, her stuff on her own, you know, be with kids and kind of be the boss in that sense. When you met her, when you met her, did she strike you as an independent person or has she always been like this? Um, well, when I first met her, she lived by herself in an apartment complex here in town. So, um, yeah, she never really gave off that vibe. I mean, she's definitely close with her mom, so that's not really the issue. I think it's just, she doesn't like to be alone period. Um, she's kind of, did you ask, of her own well, kind of to Rochelle's question, she lived alone, she lived but alone. did you ask her like, did, was this a regular thing? This whole like mom coming over, you going there, like people could live, have their own yeah. place and never spend time there or always yeah, have yeah. someone there. Uh, no, do you have I any mean, idea? Lived, yeah, no, when she lived alone, um, I, I don't know a hundred percent, but I can't assume that she hid the fact that her mom would be staying with her. Um, you know, having said that, she did live in an apartment complex with five or six other friends. So I, yeah. maybe she just didn't feel alone, you know? I think it's more about loneliness and, and less about safety. Uh, I don't want to yeah. discount the fact that safety is important to her. And I'm sure she probably believes that she wants to feel safe and maybe doesn't. But I'm guessing it's more about just liking have, liking have, liking to have company uh, and not being alone. Yeah, right. Um. I, listen, I think it's an interesting point. Obviously, when you're thinking about spending the rest of your life with someone, you're always thinking about these things. And I guess if you're thinking, you know, mother of my kids, you want to make sure that it's like she's able to 
be independent, but I just feel, yeah, my gut tells me this is more about loneliness. And so, um, one other question you have, like this started happening. Have you started the new job yet? Like how, like how long? So how long has this been going on for? Um, my old job only really required that I go out of town, maybe a couple days every month or two. Um, so in that instance, I mean, I did bring it up as a concern. I mean, she's aware of, of, of where I'm coming from and my thoughts behind this. Um, but she just kind of skirted it. And of course, at the time, it was not really a big issue. Um, so it's happened in the past. And now going forward, I mean, I was recently abroad for, for 20 something days. And so I think out of that period of time, um, she didn't spend one night alone. It was either her staying at her mom's place or her mom staying here. And then, um, yeah, uh, I was, you know, I was kind of curious to see, okay, well, maybe this is an opportunity to, for her. You know, she understands where I'm coming from. Maybe she'll at least explore the idea of staying by herself maybe one or two nights. Um, and that didn't end up happening. Yeah, this is really interesting because, like, on both spectrums, like, no one's, like, I could see both sides in a right. sense. And I, my advice to you is what you don't want to do is make this a bigger deal than it is. Like, you have yeah. the right to, like, you know, it makes sense that's just like, why? I mean, man, like, no nights alone? Like, and I... Yeah. If 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 I do have similarities with you, like I will like get a thought in my head and I have a hard time letting things go, <laughs> right? And so um, I could s- see myself being in a relationship with a problem, some not necessarily like this, but making it a thing, making it a big deal, like bringing it up and like trying to always understand her side, but just mm-hmm. and then eventually just becomes super annoying to her and it becomes a point of contention. And so I think you just want to be careful there. Like I think you've clearly yeah. made it. I'm, I think she knows that <laughs> yeah. you don't love this, right? And right. I think it's kind—I of, guess it's reasonable to be like, man, you have—you don't spend any nights alone, and have that to be necessarily a big red flag. But like, yeah. like how codependent are you on like right. anyone? But my—I wonder if this is something that might over time kind of correct itself on its own, especially if you just kind of back off a little bit. I—I I think you'll only make it worse if you nag her or check in or constant like when you're traveling like almost feel like you're keeping tabs on her Mm -hmm. right i think that'll get super annoying i think you'll have to try to if you can assuming everything else in the relationship is fine just drop it for a while and you're not going to get the response she'll probably keep doing this but i think it's because of out of loneliness or boredom and maybe it's a way that we subconsciously she's not necessarily acting out like a child but like she doesn't yeah. want you gone and right. she probably is re- yeah. understands that you have to this is your work and traveling it's kind of like you know thinking well i got in this relationship because i want to have someone around and you're not yeah. there so i'm going to find someone yeah. else yeah. and so i just think if if you just kind of let it play out, let her do her thing. You know, you are mm-hmm. traveling. She's, you know, she didn't ask you to take this job. I'm sure she's being supportive. So let her do her thing for a while. And I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily equate to what she's doing right now to be an indication of how she's going to be as a mother of the rest of her life yeah. and her independence. Like <laughs> that's a big, yeah. yeah I think, you know, tread lightly there. Um, you know, like, I think if, if this is a bigger issue, other things will really come up. And if at the end of the day, all she does is like hang out with her mom and it's a mild inconvenience to your dog. I know that sucks, but like, I don't know if just be careful about making it a bigger 
deal would be my advice too because i have done that before in the past oh really i think we all have to a certain point where we feel like justified for having this frustration yeah and this like it's like you know you're you feel justified right and be like you spent 20 days not like not one alone you know and then like you you let that sit there in your mind and you're like and then it makes it a big deal. And then like, right. like every relationship does that. And whether that's, it's in Ryan's case, it's this particular situation. But like even if you are in a relationship and you guys have all these similarities, you guys are different, right? There's going to be things eventually that kind of irritate you. exactly. And right. when you aren't on the same page, that will only build, especially when they keep doing it. For, <laughs> like I'm assuming someone like you, Ryan, who's like very structured and very independent, like that it seems insane to you and because it probably seems so insane to you because you're like 20 days alone awesome you know like you would probably value it and then she's like not even get a lot done around the house yeah right and so that's kind of driving you nuts and she's not you right she's never going to be you you probably don't want her to be you but there are there are aspects i think in a relationship where you just want the person to do things the way you would want with the way you would do that so be careful there um I, yeah, I don't think this is the end of the world. I totally get from your point why this might, like, why you question it or I can bug you a little bit. But unless there's other bigger issues coming up, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And I think you can make it a lot worse by not letting it go and feeling justified yeah. for your frustration. Um, and I yeah. wouldn't be surprised that maybe in six months or longer after she gets used to this routine of you traveling... Yeah. She will like make friends. She'll probably get sick of her mom. She'll probably get sick of staying right. over there. Right. But yeah. right now, I think in this kind of it's new, this is what she's doing to kind of get used to you traveling and being gone. Yeah. I, I, that's my gut. I think that's what's that. That's what will happen. Yeah. And I think that's really my, my next steps is what I was thinking even before this call. Um, I'm going to be out of town uh, next week. I'll be out of town probably a good, at least three weeks probably even four weeks before the end of the year, four solid whole weeks. Yeah. So um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking the same way, just kind of, you know, let those slide, see, see how it all falls out. I would have to think that if anybody, her mom would put the, put the stop to that anyway. I mean, her, her dad travels a lot as well. And you have to think that her mom would want to, you know, I don't know, spend time with her dad. Um, it's, it's kind of a hike for, for them also. Uh, she has, dogs that she takes care of and so yeah a lot of things and yeah. i would kind of think that at this point it's just going to become a volume concern and her mom being like listen you know you're you're however old now you can take care of yourself but um I, and then maybe this I, isn't near why at yeah. the same time why are you so yeah concerned I, about it i yeah i get what Ro- rochelle's saying I, ca- I i guess what i'm saying is i Get what Ryan is like the thought process. Yeah. I think you're just it, you're going down this rabbit hole. Yeah, of don't like, even. And my guess is you really care about her. You like her. You see a future with her, and you're probably overanalyzing. Yes, like you're probably scared to take that next step with her, and you're yeah, trying to find vari- something wrong. Yeah, there's variables. I don't necessarily think you're, Ryan, you're trying to find something wrong, but I think you just are. You really, really like her, and you're like, there's this one thing, and I bet it really does actually bother you, Ryan. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Ryan's making this up, right? Oh, for sure. I think you are like, I think you just need to take a breath. Also, like, consider the fact that for all you know, you know, her, her mom, her, your, your, your potential father-in-law's traveling or whatever, her, her dad. Maybe they're reconnecting in ways they've never have in a while as a mother and a daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, this has only been happening for a few months. I just think. 
I think you really need to just let it go. I won't, I, like, even when I say let it go, you're like, okay, well, I'll give it a couple months. Like, you're kind of still monitoring it. You, I think you really have to try oh, to, yeah. out of, not just yes. not bring it up to her, let it go out of your brain. <laughs> like, don't just, don't, don't, don't pretend to let it go from right. her point of view. I think you personally yeah. need to try to let it go. Um, right. I think if there's a bigger issue, it will come up. But I don't think right now, in the short term, this is that big of a deal. Um, Are you concerned about her being codependent in other ways as well? Or is it just, just manifest in this one way? Um, I, I think that's tough to answer just because I don't have any type of codependency issues. And so for me, it's just a lack of ability to understand where that comes from and why anybody would not want to be independent does that does that make sense i totally i totally get it right i just think you're just how you're this is a fine line between having this be an issue or you just not getting why she's different than you and like someone being different than you even though you're like together in a relationship how she is is not a reflection of you so you can still claim your independence and she can be different than you and it doesn't reflect on you at all yeah. It's not a part of your identity. That's something I struggle with too. Like I'm like, I can't believe my mom is like this. But how she is is not a reflection of me. So she can be how she is and I can be how I am. And that's okay. And people can show independence in a lot of different ways too. And again, I don't know if we really know if her hanging out with her mom all the time is uh, necessarily a lack of independence. Right. She could just be enjoying the company. I just, you know, And she also just might be someone who likes... Being around people yeah. doesn't like to be alone. I mean, if anything, like that's not necessarily healthy. But like, she did leave alone. Live alone. Yeah, she lives alone now. I don't think you have to be like you need to know to be alone for ten days before you know. Like, yeah, you know that's why she wants to be in a relationship with you. She doesn't want to be alone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, she literally, Thank God, yeah, she, she wants to have you around. Be thankful for that. You know, the sure. the opposite problem would be if someone's just like I I two days of you a week is. <laughs> Is more than I can muster. So, yeah. so yeah. just be careful there. I, I, I really do relate to you. Not necessarily this specific specific example, but I think as guys, sometimes, uh, maybe all people, but I can only speak as a guy in terms of again being the fixer, having the prom, and you're thinking of all these ways. All right, safety and dogs, and I have all the. I think she just wants to have a friend around when you're gone. I think she just doesn't want to be alone. And I think it's less about independence and more about like not being alone. And I think, again, this is a still relatively new situation for her that she's adapting to. Let her figure that out of what works for her while you are out working. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because I I think uh, to her, it's going to come across as controlling and it's going to come across as um, like, why do you care? You're not even here. Um, Be careful of that. Yeah, be careful about that. And I don't think you mean to be. I think that's it in your personality to, you know, try to figure things out. I mean, you're a software guy. You probably think very analytical. Like, I mean, we do have some similarities there. So I'm just like, ah, it's like a matrix. It's like, fuck, man, this is not that hard. What do I need to do? Just tell me what I need to do so you don't live with your freaking mom. Um, But I think you just need to try to let it go. Um, And my gut tells me, maybe not immediately, in a few months, she'll spend less time there. She'll maybe make a new like yoga friends. You know, she'll start going to classes. I don't know. She'll find shit to do that isn't just hanging yeah. out with her mom. And she'll spend less and less time there. But she's adjusting right now is my guess. Yeah. And, and let her make that adjustment. And don't let her think of you as a nag or controlling. 
Was she opposed to moving to that location in the first place? Um, well, I bought the I bought the house originally okay. before she moved in. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, she it's it's we call it our house. So okay. um, I think she she knew what she was getting into. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think we both identify with this as our home. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't think she feels like that she's just staying here you know, with me as, as me being the homeowner and her not contributing, she does contribute, um, in, in a lot of ways. So just, just be careful too. I, I I sometimes hate the phrase of, you knew what you got yourself into Mm -hmm. because in any situation, someone can, whether it's like a new job, whether it's a crazy experience, someone can say, all right, here's what you're getting yourself into. And they can like list you, here's what you can expect. Here's what's going to be like, well, Living that and <laughs> and hearing about it can be two very different things. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just simply saying is, again, like yeah, you bought the place, she moved in. Like these are you know, it shit takes time, and adjusting to new environments and situations can take time. Can take time, and everyone has their own way of doing things. She's right. clearly doing it different than you, and yeah, like I said, I mean, um, just take a step back and. You know, yeah. if if you can't, maybe there's something deeper into why you can't do that in terms of like maybe there's something else in the relationship. But I don't get that sense. It seems like you really care about her. And as a, as someone as a guy like Ryan, I we have a way of just like not letting stupid <laughs> shit go. Yeah. Um, and letting it bug us and like creating it. I've been there, buddy. Like I I really have. So try not to do that. Um. And, you know, the little things like having your mom, uh, your stepmom or mom in your place, I think that's probably more of a a little tick that you have than anything else. I don't, I mean, I get it. You have the right to have it bother you, but like the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. I mean, right. you know, so that's the, that's the downside of sometimes serious relationships right. and living with each other. It's, you know, you, yeah. you, you get, you can't be as selfish, you know, like you, you can live by control, you lose control. You have to give, you have to like, Oh, oh my God, she's touching my, like, oh, you know, like there's, there's definitely, it's part of the life, part of yeah. life, man. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. um, hopefully that was helpful, but best of luck in your relationship yeah. and uh, good luck with the job. I think you guys are going to be fine, but yeah. just, just don't bring it up. I, I don't mean for a while. And, and if for your own, mental health just try to let it go and and think of it in a slightly different light and and unfortunately the the big loser in this is the dog where i'm sure he would love the comfort of the home and no but seriously like you know that sucks that that's a bummer that's not to be dismissed but you know save the relationship okay all right buddy appreciate it guys thank you for calling i really appreciate it yeah take care thanks for listening thanks take care all right Bye. bye 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 Yeah, I really like this call just because it's it's the kind of subtleties of relationship. Right. And, and control. That can ruin it. Oh, my God. Can it? Like, that's how probably <laughs> most relationships are ruined. And like, right. for all the people who call in, and it's like, he cheated or yeah. he's doing this or X, Y, and Z. It's literally the dumb shit yeah. that, like, destroys um, most relationships. But sitting here on the couch, we're like... You're doing great. Yeah. Keep with it. Because we, all we hear is fucking these... it up, man. Yeah. No, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, if they if, let's say the, this young couple breaks up, I mean, I don't know if that will be the issue. It might be he does want someone who's a little bit more independent. Maybe there is something there where he just, right. she's just like kind of, you know, Ryan mentioned how he's he really values his independence, which is yeah. which is great. But 
he might have fallen for someone. I'm not saying this is the case, but there's a situation maybe he will, after two years, you realize you're really not independent. And it almost like, as an independent person, I feel a bit suffocated. I'm not saying this is it because he's traveling and he seems fine. I think yeah. this is more about him wanting her to be like him and not yeah. understanding. But that can happen t- too. That, what I'm saying is that might that might be the bigger issue. But for this immediate issue, I think he just, he's having a hard time understanding why she doesn't appreciate certain things that he does. And I think we do that in relationships yeah. all the time. It's just like, I don't, I don't understand why yeah. you don't do this. I and just th- think her, her um, needing to sleep with someone triggers in him, his fear of himself not being independent. And that's why it bothers him. That's my, my thought. I mean, a little Freudian thing. No, I yeah. just think that if, if you really value something about yourself, there's a little fear there and that she's bringing it out in him. Maybe. I guess. I mean, it's possible. I don't, I don't, I don't know that, but I think I also can think this, it could be, uh, on the flip side, it could be a fear of if you're this needy, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, this fear of like, again, when he's talking about like, we have kids together and it's mm-hmm. just like that panic of what is, who's raising our kids. Is it going to be you and your mom? Like, I, I feel like he's probably doing more shit like that and creating a bigger scenario of like, he's like, He's like fast forwarding the next five or 10 years. Be like, like my kids, like it's going to be me, my wife and my mother-in-law, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I don't, I want it to be me and my wife. Mm-hmm. And I think he's probably doing that because it's, he's gone and she's like living there or she's living there. And I think he's, tr- he's painting the next five to 10 years of his, of his life with her based off these past couple months of this, an adjustment. And yeah. I think, I think it's more of an adjustment than anything else. How's it going? Good. I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. What's your name? My name is Amy and I'm 26. Amy, 26. How can we help you, Amy? Yeah. So um, my boyfriend and I had been together for three years Uh and super in love, but have had kind of a hard time for the last year or so for a number of reasons. Um, We recently moved out of state last year away from our families. And he has kind of an alcohol problem. So that's caused some trust and dishonesty issues between us. When you say Um, kind of an alcohol problem, do you mean like you've decided he drinks too much or he knows he's an alcoholic or is he, you know, how, what, what, how aware is everyone of the problem? Sure, sure. So he, um, he is admittedly an alcoholic, but, and we'll have kind of bouts of wanting to do something about it, like a week of sobriety here and there, but has never like gone to a program or has has no intention to ever completely stop drinking. Okay. All right. Continue. Sorry. I just want to curious. That's such a range. Yeah. No worries. So, yeah. So the most, the most, uh, recent situation that came up is he's been planning a boys trip with a few of his friends, um, coming up in a few weeks. And I've, just been feeling kind of uneasy about it because I know these friends and they're single and they're really wild and they're planning on bringing girls home to the Airbnb that I'll be at. So I just have been feeling kind of yeah. uh, uncomfortable with my boyfriend being in that situation. So uh, I had an opportunity the other night to look through his phone. Not proud of it. Not something I've an done opportunity. before. <laughs> it, it, ha- it, it happened. He's gone through my phone before. So I, that's how I justified it. But uh, Okay, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I know. No, I, I, I'm not proud of it. Not something that I'm that I'm happy that I did. But um, no I saw the group group chat with he and his buddies, and uh, their the friends are actively sending full profiles and naked pictures of specific girls that live in the city they're going to be in. 
uh, talking about how they found girls that want to fuck all of them. Oh. And uh, my boy- my boyfriend's actively participating in the conversation, talking about which ones he would sleep with. Mm. Um, so I Jesus. immediately confronted about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so I immediately confronted him about it, and he just kind of brushed it off and was acting like I was crazy, telling me that, like, it's obviously a joke, and that's just how he and his friends talk to each other. So when I originally wrote in, I was kind of wanting advice for whether I should break up with him or whether he thought it was salvageable, but I did decide yesterday, not necessarily just for the trip reason, but just kind of everything as a whole. I did um, start the breaking up process with him yesterday. We lived together, so... It's going to be a process, but I still wanted to get your guys' insight kind of just on whether you do think that's kind of normal locker room talk between friends and locker room talk. Yeah, to see if you guys had any good tips or tricks for getting through just kind of a hard breakup. Yeah, I I like this question because I I do have a variety of thoughts. Um, (laughs) Sure. Big picture wise, when you're looking in texts or emails, if you're looking for something, to get you upset, you're going to find it when you're looking for places that right. you shouldn't find it. Um, sure. I'm not condoning the locker room talk and the text messages, but guys do say the craziest shit and do fuck around a lot. And, totally. you know, when you're with your buddies, I say a lot of dumb, stupid shit. And it's like that I wouldn't want my girlfriend necessarily to hear not because I'm hiding anything. It's just more, you know, and we all do that. Like I know, uh, Amy that I don't know you, but I'm assuming you've had conversations with girlfriends that if there were a camera on you and recording it out of maybe context, you wouldn't necessarily, you would in your boyfriend read that it would get him upset, you know, and you wouldn't be doing anything wrong. I'm just simply saying that's the, 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 um, the risk of, of looking in places where you it's not your business to look. So you want to be careful. Totally. Obviously, there's the yeah. uh, if you're already looking, there's already a huge yeah. red flag and there's something in your gut that's telling you to look. So maybe don't even look if you want to look. Just yeah, break up. <laughs> there is that. But like, listen, like sometimes sure. you just need to know. And I and I get that, so to speak. But just just know that. Um, yeah, right. the lot right. like guy people do joke around and say shit this seems to be at a level uh that's a little bit more than just a joke picture like who are these where are they going to find all these naked pictures of girls of guys who want to are they do these girl women Tinder? know them is this this sounds like an escort service if i'm being honest because like i don't know where you go or or four or five <laughs> average yeah. dudes have access to naked pictures of women who have openly said, we want to have sex with, with you. all of you. That sounds like a whorehouse. Right. <laughs> like, it's, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Where are they doing their research? Yeah, like, who, right. who is your boyfriend? Is he some sort of celebrity of, like, I don't, like, where? Um, no. So, yeah, like, that's obviously. Definitely not. It's, it's not necessarily normal. Totally, it seems very reasonable that that's bothering you and that yeah. there's bigger issues here. Mike, before you mentioned that you were breaking up, I mean, listen, you're living in a new city. When did you, the, the alcohol drinking problem, um, when did that really surface? Was that before or after you guys moved? So he's always just been kind of a heavy drinker. And uh, for the first few years of our relationship, it was always just like in social settings. So it was kind of normalized. Yeah. But um, I definitely noticed that he was a heavy drinker. And since we've been in the city, uh, yeah. when it's been just us, he's kind of like drinking in secret by himself more often sure. or 
bringing a bottle of wine in his bag to a bar and drinking it in the bathroom. Oh. And, you know, just like uh, things like that. So I feel like it's kind of es- escalated. So Yeah, and the reason I ask that question is because it sounds like you really realize it was the a problem after you moved in and then you're in a new city and in your case much harder to leave that relationship as if you hadn't moved and you're in a more familiar city and environment and you had more independence right. but you guys are very um you, you're kind of on this journey experience together and so that makes it harder on right. you and harder to um you know, you're probably you're willing to put up with a lot more, and I think than you otherwise would, uh, based on those absolutely variables. So, like, good for you for definitely true. F- yeah. Good for you for um, still having that because, like, obviously you're not stuck, and it it makes it harder, but certainly not an excuse to stay in a toxic in, in situation. Um, yeah, I mean, because it, it, it sounds like you know you didn't trust something you didn't even trust him, but you didn't trust. It's like, you know, you didn't trust him. You didn't, you didn't trust his ability to do the right thing because of the alcohol. You know, it's kind of like, right, you right. know, one of those things totally. is like, well, it, you know, if when he's sober, he's on, he's an honest guy, you know, but when he's drunk, he doesn't know what he's doing. Well, you know, right. you can still not trust someone to make the right choices in those right. situations. Even if I'm not saying this totally. is the case, but even if you were like, he's never lied to me kind of thing. You know, this is not the case. It right, sounds right. like he ha- it maybe is lying to you. And while it could be locker room talk, like blowing that off, what was his reaction by the way, to uh, looking in this stuff? He wasn't super upset. Cause he has looked through my phone. Why did he look through yours? Yeah. What's no. going on there? Yeah. So that, that happened. Uh, we actually, uh, last year were broken up for three months and, uh, so he had looked through my phone kind of to see text messages between guys that I was texting while we were broken up. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so that was his reasoning prior to when he's looked through my phone in the past. Okay. That's not okay. It's not okay. Listen, I, I, big, yeah. big picture. I think you're, you're on the path to a better situation yeah. for yourself. And, right. um, my advice to you is, uh, you know, get through the hard times, stay the course. Uh, in this situation, there might be moments of, you know, because of the, your reasonings for breaking this up, he has kind of this automatic, like, take me back card. And what I mean by sure. that is we've identified <laughs> the obvious problem, and that is the drinking. You know, that's the big problem and some of this other stuff. So he at any point can come back and be like, I'm changed or I'm new or I'm doing these things. Sure. I'm in a program, et cetera, et cetera. He has this kind of, and a lot of times when we break up, there's the person who's being broken up with has this obvious like, oh, I can, I know how to, I know how to get them back. I'm going to start doing all the things I wouldn't do in the relationship. And then that right. person who's like says, this isn't right, falls for the uh, very insincere attempt at change. Right. And so don't fall for right, that. Right. Like, you know, if that's, if he's in a program, great, be very supportive and encouraging, but he's whatever he does in the short term, he's going to do it for the, re- he's not doing it for himself and he's certainly not doing it for you. He's doing it to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's doing it for himself sure. in the, in the short term, he's not doing it for himself and right. his like overall better well being. Right. So what I'm saying is just be prepared for that, you know, and don't, totally. don't, don't get overly like, Oh, he's changing for me and this is great. And you know, maybe we will make right. it. These, there's a lot of toxic things going on here. And, yeah. Um, I'm not saying he's a bad guy and I'm not saying, but he needs to, 
he truly needs to take some time for himself. And this is not a situation that's going to change anytime soon. And it's probably not going to change while you're in his life. And I think you truly need to remove yourself and, 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 and move on. And who knows in five years, if you guys reconnect and he's a different man, sure. But this is not happening anytime right. soon. Right. And there's just yeah. so yeah. much baggage you guys have of now you guys are keeping score of doing shitty things in a relationship. Ooh, yeah. Like, that's never good. I mean, right. like, listen, like you weren't justified to look at his phone. It doesn't matter if you looked at yours. I get why you did that, right. but that's not no, a, totally, that's totally. not a justification, right? But now you guys are totally you're, totally you're in this rabbit hole. So, like, again, good for you. You're doing it, but know why you're doing it now. Remember that because it's gonna you'll have some down times. You're gonna feel lonely. You're gonna be afraid to move on. Some fears, and and, and coincidentally, that'll be right around the time you pokes back in and says like he's in some program and you'll be like you know what fine fuck it let's get back together mm-hmm. you've already done that right, you've already right. broken up you've already gotten back together don't do that yeah. as my biggest advice is don't kind of repeat that cycle uh fast forward right. three years you're still in this in- very same situation and that that is right. v- that is very common yeah. it happens all the time and it sounds almost crazy to yeah. say like you're, you're gonna fast forward two years and be in this exact situation uh-huh. It's more common than not. So be careful about that, you know? Totally. Uh, no. Yeah, no, for sure. Because all the, all the things that when we well, break up, is, is, it's not as hard as it feels in the moment. You're going to move out. You'll find a different apartment. It might be slightly more expensive. You're going to be a little lonely. These are all fine things. These are all things you're going to totally get through. And you'll have some exciting moments along the way. And you'll meet new people. And it'll be fine and fun. And, and, and be supportive of him. Of him from afar you know um yeah and and he can go have sex with he can have sex with all these uh god random fake women that definitely do not exist really (laughs) that want to have sex with all of them i don't oh well i don't believe that's true i i who knows that these guys have found, guys say the dumbest <laughs> shit and and create stories in their heads all the time. I'm just, all I'm saying is I don't doubt that this person or girls are real. I don't necessarily believe that they want to have sex with all of them. That much sure, sure. I know to be oh unless God. they are in fact um, and you know that's fine if they are women of the night. You know the oldest profession of the world. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. Good for you for... Uh, Why do they want a girl to have sex with all of them? Anyway, that's I disgusting. I don't fucking know. It is, but some guys are... <laughs> I will. I mean, I will, some guys are like into that shit. Oh Not for God. me. I don't I don't know. Like I said, it's a wild, it's a wild group of friends. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not your problem anymore. Yeah. So stay, you know, yeah. you're going to be fine. And uh, the plus side. Be, I, listen, it sounds corny, but be proud of yourself for... Yes making this decision and and don't discount it and 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 uh yeah be be proud of yourself as a way to in the hard times know that you're doing the right thing thank you so much this has been super super helpful i so appreciate you guys giving me a call well thanks for calling i appreciate it best of luck all right thank you guys yeah bye you know i some some guys and boyfriends out there really really you know Give us a bad rap. <laughs> but I, those groups of guys that are, I, I don't ever want to be with a guy who has a group of friends like that. It's so I, annoying. I agree. Really? Yeah. Not every guy's like that. No. You know, we've talked about this before. It's, as I'm older now, it's, it's like when I was uh, in my 20s, I had my, I still lived in Milwaukee, right? Yes. So I had my core group of friends. Yes. And all those guys 
were all great guys. And I'm yes. still friends with all of them. Like the guys I hung out with on a regular basis, like kind of my ride or dies where we do these things. Right. We never talked or did shit See? like that. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Now I've moved, I, I've acquaintances <laughs> and I've, I've become friends or friendly with some people where I get to know them. Like, you're kind of a shitty dude, you know? And like, yeah, yeah. I'll hang out with them and I'll yeah. have a beer, but like, they're yeah. not like people I trust or like, right. you know, so it's a little different. But, yeah. uh, but that said, guys do say dumb shit dumb and stuff. do joke around and yeah. do like make like really like, yeah, like yeah. dirty jokes that like, if do I, would I want my girlfriend at the time to read it? No. Yeah. Do I feel like I'm hiding anything from her? But like, even if you, again, we've talked about this. Even if you read a whole conversation of text, it's still out of context because yeah. you don't know. And so that's a scary thing. If you're this, about to pick up that phone and look at those texts, it's yeah. over, you're baby. You're find something. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember one time, it reminds me of a story. I was, I had, my, had a girlfriend in a relationship and um, there's this other girl I knew and she, she I, we were friends. She hung in the same friend group. And uh, she was asking me advice about this other guy. And this other guy, like, I wasn't friends with them, but he was, my, some of my buddies were, and he was kind of one of those guys. It was the type of yes, guy who yes. had, like, for six months, two girlfriends. Oh, like, not like, not like two friends with benefits, two girlfriends who, like, call, like, the fam, yeah. like, full like, on. A Jed, a Jed Wyatt. Yeah, no, even more so. Anyways, <laughs> and so then this, this girl was, like, the third girl, and just another girl she would always hang out with and he was asking me her advice and this is a pretty girl and so we're emailing back and forth emailing i was at work this is you know before you know know, just like 10 12 years ago (laughs) and in the conversation somewhere i or maybe it was facebook message i don't fucking know but in some of the conversation it's me writing listen you're very beautiful and complimenting her and saying like listen you kind of you, you don't need to deal with this shit, blah, blah, blah. And my girlfriend's time, I remember how or was she was sneaking around and read it and was like, what the fuck? You're, you're yeah. calling her beautiful and like right. whatever. And I'm just like, I was just trying to make her feel better about she's like losing her shit about this other guy. And I'm just trying to say like, you're a beautiful person. You don't need to deal with this shit. And I had no like ill intentions. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I didn't want to date this girl. I was very in love with mm-hmm. my girlfriend at the time. My point is like, in that situation, like mm-hmm. it, she loves like there's no other way to read this other right. than you're a fucking right. dirtbag. And I was like, no, there is another way to read it, and right. that was me like trying to help her out, right? You know, and so just over email, a little weird. It might have been Facebook message, okay? Whatever, like I don't. It but was, yeah, but if you're looking, you'll find. I let, that's. I don't true. know if this girl. Maybe she might have thought. Listen, I'm not saying my girlfriend at the time wasn't like completely unjustified for having a problem with it, right? This other girl was a pretty girl. Like I get it. But I'm just simply saying, maybe I was being dumb or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, I wasn't trying to hook up with this girl right. and I wasn't flirting with her. Right. You know, but her reading it, wow. You know, like, so just tread lightly. Yeah. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name? Rachel. I'm 27. Rachel, 27. How can we help, Rachel? Yeah, I've been dating this guy for almost two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's been going really well the whole time. Um, but I, we're getting to a point where I think we're kind of on two different pages. Okay. I'm ready to move into more of a commitment, head towards marriage. And he just seems really afraid to commit. Um, uh, last year sometime, we talked really seriously about moving in together. And 
um, made plans to do that. And then he kind of backed out last minute. Um, but we stayed together uh, through that. Um, we're both in good places in our careers and everything. And recently I'm starting to feel like um, maybe the reason that he's not ready to commit is because he's never dated anyone before me. I've had a lot of serious relationships before him, um, but I'm his first girlfriend ever. Um, and I just kind of wondered your thoughts on, on that when you say uh, idea. When you say he's never dated anyone, was he your first girlfriend or for like, could it had, had, did he like casually date? Cause he could, you could be his first girlfriend and he could have been like with 30 women, you know, like, and, and be totally. No, no, no. I mean like virgin. I never made. Yeah. He had been on maybe one or two other dates before we went on our first date. Okay. Yeah. All right. That, that, yeah. that matters. Cause it could have been totally the other, right. other right. scenario. Yeah. Um, and you've been dating for how long? Two and a half years, you said? About two and a half years, yeah. Uh, listen, I, I think uh, uh, without knowing too much, this is one of those kind of fine line situations, too. Um, and you're 27. How old is he? He's 27. Also. Okay. I know this feels like the time where you should start getting serious and you've probably imagine you know settling down right around this point in your life uh maybe even earlier right so there's those things at play um i think it's really important in these situations to really try to kind of set that immediate desire aside and really focus on all the other stuff about the relationship how you guys communicate do you get along are you really in love are you know is the person is he the person you really want to be with regardless of the fact that you are that you've already been dating for two and a half years or that you are at the point in your life like those are things you want to focus at because i think a lot of people at this in this point where you are at your life it's kind of like a timing thing which is like well this is the person i love yeah. the most at 25 26 so this is the person I'm going to marry, you know, um, because it's like, that's the time to do it. And then, so like, again with, well, I guess, well, we've been dating for two and a half years, two and a half years, we should move in or take it more seriously. And then I think you even so on your side, on your side might cloud your judgment about thinking about the relationship itself and how you guys truly communicate. And so I would challenge you to, to do that. Um, on the other side, you know, if you knew that you guys would get married uh, at 29, uh, that you'd have to wait a year and a half, what, what would you, if you had a crystal ball, what would you feel? How would you feel about that? Or even 31, you know, would you be, would you think I love him? I know he's my guy and whatever, a couple years would, how would you feel about that? Yeah, I think I, I would be excited if, if, even if he was saying, you know, I, I definitely want to marry you and we'll do that in a year or two, but I'm not getting, um, those kind of straight answers from him, I guess. Uh, I'm sure. telling him that, that, you know, it took him a long time to say, I love you to me. I was, I moved a lot faster in that direction. I think it's probably most mm -hmm. females maybe do. I probably said it to him after eight months and it took him a year probably, you know, so <laughs> I guess my feelings have always moved faster. Um, that's not fast it's not that fast and i don't think it's that right i don't think it's that fast either but um and i think it's it totally fine for him to wait longer and i don't think it's necessarily i think there's a lot of guys say i love you before the yeah before women do yeah it's not I, I would actually if you were to 
ask me and the guess, I would say more men say it first. Oh, really? But really? that's because we're waiting for the guy to say it first. Maybe. So we don't look like an totally. idiot. That might be why. <laughs> uh, I'm already uh, like three weeks in. I'm like, yeah. let's do this. Oh, my God, I love um, <laughs> yeah, I, it's, a, it's a tough one. I mean, how is everything else? I mean, you know, do you spend a lot of time at this point? Is the biggest problem in your relationship the where are we problem? Which is not in itself a problem. I think it is somewhat our biggest question. I guess when I talk to him about it, I don't ever really get a a, a good. Um, it just seems like he's always really putting it off. What if and, he doesn't um, know the answer? I mean, maybe the reason you're not yeah. getting a straight answer answer is because he doesn't know. Right. I mean, 27, it's not, especially maybe for him. He's not, I don't think he, he might not be easily being like, I have to know if she's the one, you know, like, I don't think you, I don't think if you've been dating for someone a year and a half or two years, you have to know that this is your forever person. Um, I know that it's ideal and I'm not saying it's out of the question for you to feel like, well, I mean, shit, what's going to change? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it is a tough one because you have to decide like how long you are willing to wait for something that you might mm-hmm. never get what you want, you know, because who knows right. if there, if you're not engaged, if you're not married, there's, I guess, in a sense of reason why. And if he can, he can leave at any point. And so can you, by the way. Uh, and right. things change and people do get engaged and get married and still break up. So there's just no guarantees in, in life. Um, the reason you're not probably getting a straight answer is he he probably doesn't know himself, you know, it's like, I, I mean, and he probably says things like, well, yeah, I mean, if he's with you, the assumption is he can see a future with you. And if he's with you, then he's like, I guess, yeah, I mean, I plan on us getting together, but there is a reason why you're not. And, and that could just be, I don't want to yet. And I, as far as, I don't know, his dating history, I guess that plays a role. I don't know. I mean, I have never, like when I was 27, I had, you know, a couple serious relationships and I hadn't been with that many people, but I had been with enough of people that I didn't feel like I needed to, uh, like I I was missing out. Yeah. Um, and if he has never said that to you, I doubt that's part of it. Well, that's the thing is like, that's, you know, a guy who, for what, for whatever reason, he didn't have that much experience. Has he changed to the point where now he just wants all Get this sex and like meet all these women? Like, do you yeah. notice, do you notice a difference in him like that way? Is he more liberated when he's? No, I mean, I don't get that sense from him at all that he wants to do that. But I guess for me, it just seems like, well, wouldn't you want to have more experience or? Not, um, not everyone no. more relationships i don't know no yeah do, uh, be, be careful about like projecting and thinking for him and creating uh desires and interests for him that he has like I, i'm literally never thought about that <laughs> like, you know like yeah. my, you know this is a guy who decided for whatever reason not to have uh that much dating experience before he met you yeah and maybe he was totally fine with that. Yeah. Uh, it also doesn't um, me- mean that he's going to like put a ring on it as soon as he's in a relationship. Um, right. I know we're kind of being vague and we don't have a, a, a like a defined answer, but I think the biggest thing in the situation too is like you really have to focus on the relationship. And I think you specifically have to really try to, my guess is you're, you're investing so much thought and energy, not only when you're by yourself, but yeah. when you're communicating with him about 
the future and about your living situation that that's cannibalized and monopolized cannibalized did it again it's monopolized your entire relationship so like that's all you guys are fucking talking about and i've been in relationships like that where it's just like for three months yeah. leading up to when our leases are up like are we gonna move in are we not gonna move uh, in and that was everything we talked about it was everything we fought about i mean it was like mm-hmm. we i was like i don't yeah. want to do that uh i want to be with you i don't want to move in mm-hmm. like I, I know where it's 2019 but like not everyone you don't have to move in with somebody before you get engaged i get that it makes a lot of sense to get and that i and i and i have and i would but you don't have to uh and everyone's different mm-hmm. in that regard so you know, you you can't convince them to get engaged to you. And you don't want to, by the way. Right. And you can't convince them to move in with you. And you don't want to, by mm-hmm. the way. So <laughs> you really don't, you know, you really don't want to have yeah. to convince them. So you have to decide, is he the person you really want to be with? And are you willing to proceed as is at the risk of it might not working out? Mm-hmm. But you will have a better idea whether this works out or not when you focus on the actual relationship and how you communicate and how you fight and the things you do and, and how he treats you and how you treat him. None of which has anything to do with whether you're living together or not. Right? Because it doesn't matter right. if you're engaged in six months or a year, year and a half. What matters is, do you get engaged and married to the right person that you'll be with for the rest of your life? So focus on whether he's that person and less about getting what you want now, right? And if you focus on the actual relationship, you'll have a clearer picture whether this is the relationship you want to be in or if you're willing to wait, you know, um, pressuring him and making him feel like he has to decide just to appease you or just to shut you up. Is, is not a healthy way. And I think a lot of moving in situations and engagements happen under those uh, conditions and it only leads to resentment. It's like, you know, I just, I can't, I can't take you <laughs> asking me about it. So like, fucking fuck it. Let's, yeah. My let's friend move said in. to me the other day, he's like, I feel like I'm on a train I can't get off of. I'm yeah. like, that's not ideal. Yeah. No, but like, you know, we all, it's both our, in a relationship, it's, pe- it's both people's fault, but like you, you got, you got, you want to really be careful there. Um, two and a half years is doesn't mean you have to move in and then don't run the, like your leases are up all your other friends are moving in together none of that matters about your relationship you know it really doesn't you know you spending well why am I spending $600 more a month when I spend four nights a week at your place I, you know I, I get the logical aspect of it but none of it really has to do with the relationship and how you guys mm-hmm. would be as a married couple if you decide to do that down the road and I think a lot of people make that mistake of, of arguing about these, these little things. Um, so try not, to, try not to stress about that and really just focus on him and what he wants. Stop assuming he wants to do things that he's never brought up to you before. <laughs> uh, you know? Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. He, a 27-year-old guy who's not in a rush to get engaged or married is not weird. You know, and it doesn't mean he doesn't love you and it mm-hmm. doesn't mean he doesn't want to be with you. I, I don't know him, but that's not a it's not an immediate red flag. Yeah. Okay. All right. The the best Thank way to, to always get what you want, whether it's guy or girl, is like, again, stop bugging him about it and just be fine with him. And he you, you again, you might be surprised down the road of him being like, yeah, do you want to move in? Yeah. As, as soon as you stop asking about it, <laughs> do, pressuring someone to do something is a surefire way to make them really resent it. And then acting like you don't want it anymore is a surefire way to get them to be like, I kind of want to move in, you know, or get engaged. But focus on the relationship and focus on him. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. Well, best of luck. Hopefully that was helpful. Thanks for calling in. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Thank All right. You. Take care. Bye.
Okay. Bye. I do the same thing where if if like they aren't acting in the way I expect them to act, I'm like trying to figure out the reason why. And you yeah, can like figure out what's wrong with you. Figure yeah. out, yeah. Uh, I mean, shit, I do that a lot. You do? Oh my god, yes. I mean, again, I I think Ryan guys have the, that f- fixer mentality and yes. I'm an analytical and strategic person. So right. like whether it's work <laughs> or anything, and I'm like, I see it literally as a math problem. <laughs> so it's like, all right, well, okay, right. that's why is the, what I'm trying to get. And then I have X and I want X is and, 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 and Z is the missing variable. And I'm like, How do I, oh, okay. I'll just do that. And like, literally it makes no fucking sense. And I mean, it seems so logical to me. Right. We all do that to her and to fill in those gaps. Fill in the gaps. We, yeah. we literally just make up shit. <laughs> Well, I mean, it seems totally logical that he hasn't slept with a lot of people, so he must want to fuck everybody. And, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like, of course. I mean, we and you know, we we make those mistakes of filling in these like gaps and coming up with the Y, Zs, and Xs. That was like, I'm, I just not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? Am I allowed to like not? I don't. I mean, I'm like, I'm, it's fine, but like. Yeah, I'm 27. Maybe, right. maybe for all you know, he's saving up for this big ring, right? Thing. Maybe he just doesn't want to. And she's like, "Oh, he just wants to stick his dick in everything." Yeah. Oh my god, you, you don't want to live with me? You want to fuck? You're cheating. Um, <laughs> yeah, the living in it's be, it's be, such living a in. the living moving in or living with someone. It's um, people always act like it's the obvious next step, and right. I need to live with someone before I get engaged. More often than not, young uh, or uh, newish couples. When I say young couples, I mean like been dating for less than two years and the pressure of moving in is a great way to mm. ruin a relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, because uh, unless you're on the same, like if two people are mutually like, do you want to move in? Yeah, yeah. you? Oh my God, can we, really? We're both like, yeah. then move in. If you're, you're both mutually super stoked about it, yeah, go for it. But it's okay for the other person to have reservations. Yeah. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name? My name is Molly. I'm 27. Molly, 27. Uh, how can we help you, Molly? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. <laughs> um, so a little backstory. Um, went on a girl's trip to Myrtle Beach with a couple of my girlfriends, um, met a group of guys, and one of the guys became interested in me and kind of hit it off a little bit, but was initially attracted to him, um, took it outside of Florida and he just so happened to be coming to my town the next weekend Mm -hmm. and we kind of hung out then and got a little closer and so took it to FaceTime and text messaging. He lived in Florida and I lived here in Ohio and decided that it was time for me to fly and see him. So when I booked a trip to see him, um, kind of became a little sketchy and stopped kind of FaceTiming me as much, stopped phone calls, that kind of stuff. And now um, he made a comment about how he was busy the weekend that I booked my trip and ended up canceling on me because he had work planned. You booked a flight and then he canceled? Yes. (laughs) All right, continue. So I guess, I feel like I kind of put myself out there and went out of my comfort zone to book a trip to go visit a guy that I really mm. don't know that well, just <laughs> through like text, texting and FaceTiming. So I don't know. I kind of feel like he might be lying to me and saying that he doesn't, like he doesn't have the plans. 
Probably, so I yeah. guess I guess I'm trying to figure out if he really, if you think he really did have work plans, or if you think that he kind of got scared because I booked a trip to see him and now he's backing out. Uh, well, I don't think that's. I know for you that feels like the answer you really want, but I think we all know the answer, right? <laughs> right? We all know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He definitely doesn't have those plans. Um, and if he did, I mean, I you would make it work, right? I, get a, yeah. I think all people, and especially guys, when they really want something, they make shit work. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless right. he had to travel for this work thing, he could be like, oh my God. You would just, you would be able to tell, right? You would be able to tell if a right. guy, um, he, he might be like, oh, Molly, oh, oh, terrible news. Uh, this work thing happened. I'm going to be busy, but like, whatever, just come out. We'll make it work. I'm going to be like, Worst case scenario, like, you know, go to, you you can, you'll have to, you'll be on your own for like four hours, but that's fine. You're an independent person, but then we'll have a bunch of other things planned and we'll go to dinner and we'll have some fun. And then, and after this work thing, we'll we'll go like, that's what he would do if he was really excited. Uh, That's what all guys have done. Um, (laughs) He's not doing that with you. So for whatever reason, he's having reservations and he's panicking and backing out. And it might be just that, that he's just like, I don't know if I really know this chick and like, well, she's staying with me for a whole weekend. And what if we don't get along? And like, what if it's like, uh, you know, and it's maybe for all, you know, like one of his buddies or his friend or a sister, or I don't know, got in his head about this. Be like, well, do you even know this chick? Like she's staying with you? Like, or he could be in a relationship now. Yeah. I mean, that's possible, but I think it's far more likely that he didn't have a relationship Yeah, and he's just like, I don't know if I want to like have this chick stay with me all weekend. I've had so many girlfriends buy tickets to see guys they just met. And it's the most horror story. Like t- it always ends terribly. Always? The ones I know when they just have met them like once. Uh, I got to say I have. I have done this. Oh, you have. I actually quite. It's fun. <laughs> No, I mean, diff- they're always different scenarios. I guess it's just risky. They're always different scenarios. I, I, I once, one of the most exciting uh, stories I've ever had where I, I, I went to a bachelor party. It, it was a long, like, butterfly effect that, like, started with a year before. No, but it was like a series of events okay. of flight getting canceled. I got okay. a voucher, and then I, all these things happened where I finally, on my way back, it was a 6 a.m. flight back to Chicago. And I met this girl on a plane and it was like the first time I've ever sat next to the hot chick, you know, like oh. the hottest girl on the planet. And we had like such a fun conversation and whatever. And like we didn't even at the end we landed and it, it was a layover in Atlanta and she was from Atlanta and I had to go back to Chicago. Wait, what was your opening line? Oh, we were just like at 6 a.m. I don't forgot, but we were talking the whole time. Wow. Everyone else was sleeping. Like, it was fun. and anyways what's was, the deal with these nuts huh <laughs> sure well i landed i was like i don't hey by the way i'm nick you know oh um, by the and, way uh by the next weekend i flew to atlanta to see her Whoa. like so like that wow. weekend before we met on a plane a week later i'm in atlanta whatever where is she now i don't know uh and no we had you know a couple months later she flew to chicago and then it kind of just fizzled out i've always had nice times like the few times where it's like for whatever various reasons this has happened i will say this when it happens i still have some anxiety about that stuff as the guy i will say like i don't know what your friend stories are as a guy i'm very conscious of 
all I care about them is that they feel safe and comfortable. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've had situations where like there's this buildup of like, right. like this one girl. I don't remember if it was her, but I just remember being like, I know we've kind of implied that we want to hook up. Yeah. And I know there's some sexual tension. <laughs> but just so you know, like I'm coming here. I'm not expecting sex. Oh, that's good. Like that's good. I, I just want to have a good time yes. and like don't feel like I and I've kind of set that up. I'm yeah. looking off track here. Because which what if also you have really sex helps and you terrible get terrible and then you have to stay the whole weekend though. You know what I mean? Like no, bad. But also that, that is, it's also a great line to help you get sex. Oh God. No, I'm just, I know, but no, but seriously, I don't like as a guy you, you want them to feel comfortable. But I will say back to looking off track. I will. I have. There's hasn't been a time where I've done something that's kind of adventurous in that regard. Right, yeah. And I haven't felt a lot of angst about yeah. like, you know, well, because guys, as women, you have much greater fears about your safety. Guys are just like afraid of like, you know, the, you know, the, Stereo- crazy white female you know like the, yeah what you know she's staying at my place i don't know this chick like <laughs> yeah and he's gonna you know so there's definitely a panic there and some some right. people just like i remember that story i told you i, I remember <laughs> i booked a flight i was at work and then my friends were like what are you what are you doing this weekend i'm like I'm I'm flying to atlanta <laughs> to to hang out with this chick and she's beautiful and like we had a great time but I don't fucking know her. And like, there was like this round table discussion of whether I should go or not, you know? Cause I was kind of like, I don't, I want to. Yeah. And I, a couple, like actually with some, some women co- colleagues were like, yes, fuck it, go, you know? Yeah. And I ended up having a great time. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I only say this because until the story is he's probably doesn't have work and, and, I wouldn't spend too much time trying to figure out more than that. Yeah, you know this. Exactly. Could right. he have a girlfriend? I don't. Could he have met someone? I don't know. Sure, you don't know this guy. It's not worth your energy investing it. But don't right. let this right. don't let this experience kind of like steal your adventurous spirit from you. Um, right. Yeah. You know, like it was a fun thing. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. things to learn from in the future is right. Um, as a guy. The, the more normal you can sound, the safer they are. Where you're just like, who is initiated by this, by the way, in terms of you flying there? Was it your idea? Was it his? Was it mutual? It was kind of mutual. Um, you, say, be honest. Say, you say kind of it mutual. Was, it was mutual. He would send me text. He would send me texts of like screenshots of the flight saying oh. like, oh, they went down. You should book uh, your flight okay. this weekend. Okay. Okay. That okay. kind of thing. And then. I was definitely on the verge. I wasn't originally going to do it. So mm-hmm. all of my friends are saying no. So I didn't do it at first. But then I decided last minute, I was like, screw it. Let's do it. And booked it last yeah. minute. Uh, Did you go? Did you fly out? No. Oh. no. Has the date passed? It's today. <laughs> oh! oh, I'm sorry. This is way better than what, having sex with that a, guy. What a bummer. Like, oh, I, I, the excitement that was going to happen, and now you're yeah. just going to go to like the same bar. No. Um, have you heard from him at all? When was the last time you talked to him? Are you still? So, are you in some communication he, with him still? So he didn't like how I reacted about not going and canceling the trip. Did so you react? Kind of stopped. Um, I was a little passive aggressive. <laughs> what do you mean by kind a little? Upset that it, <laughs> Can you give us specifics? Kind of upset that it happened and gave him a little shit for it. And he didn't like that. And so he kind of backed away even more. So that's uh, where we're at now. <laughs> I got to say, as a guy. Yeah. Whether it was a real excuse or a fake excuse, I would have offered to cover the flight. 
Yeah, for sure. He he asked, did, he? did you pay for the flight? He did pay for the flight. Oh, he paid. Oh, okay. So I originally paid, and then when he found out that he was he had to work, he said that he would pay oh, the cancellation okay. fee. Well, that yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So after you got mad or before you got mad? Uh, a little bit after. <laughs> after it wasn't. It was after for sure. He definitely didn't seem very sympathetic about the fact that he canceled the trip and. I think that's kind of what upset me the most. Did he, there wasn't a lot of like, I'm sorry and that kind of stuff. Did he cancel over FaceTime or text or a phone call? Um, it was gradually through text and then the final decision was over a phone call. Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I wouldn't invest again yeah. too much time in this you guy. You got your money back. You got your money back. Right. In the future, again, like, do you should definitely if an opportunity presents itself don't run from it yeah if you get in a situation right. but like yeah like it sounds like you maybe couldn't have done anything differently right um right. if you want to play that game just be like ah, you don't really know me and like you're gonna think i'm a crazy like i don't know do you really want me to come you know uh yeah but at the end of the day you didn't really lose anything other than the excitement you're not out money he did cover it that was the right thing to do for for him that's totally mm-hmm. fine um my gut tells me he was just kind of worried how yeah. normal you were and and then he was looking for an excuse for you not to be normal and then you kind of gave it to him with this reaction which is by the way totally normal on your part um yeah. if you really like this guy you want to sell it just back away and just be like if you want mm-hmm. to say anything just be like i was just excited to see you i totally get from your standpoint maybe you're probably nervous like you don't know who i am and i was just disappointed but like no harm no foul i don't know if you should reach out i think yeah, you probably I just know. let it go i, and think, no. I'm going to. And I you, think it's just yeah. in the past not reach out <laughs> and if you hear from him again you know if you want to talk to him fine just be like I don't know. I mean, you kind of, I was like, you made plans and I I think if you're going to live this risky, like sexy, adventurous life, which we all should, you just got to be able to roll with the punches and be like, okay, that didn't work out. I really put myself out there. Well, that's the thing. It is, it's, it's a, it's a riskier thing to to do that. And that's not always going to work out, but, um, yeah, he just, he panicked. I don't know. That's all. I think he, he definitely, he panicked. Something, someone got in his head. In, in the same friends who told you not to go? Yeah. He has friends too, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, a couple buddies were just like, dude, I don't, what the fuck? What are you going to do all weekend? Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Like, you're going to have, you'll get there. You'll take her back. You guys will go somewhere. To, you, you'll go out to dinner. You, you, you're you like, he'll, you'll, he'll lie. He's like, well, do you want to get food? And I guess we'll, we'll get food. You'll sit there and you're just like waiting to go have sex. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll go back to his place and then you would have sex and then all of a sudden there's this panic of like i got 48 more hours of time to fill with her you yeah. know because you know like and that's some expensive yeah. sex too like what if he can't he get it up he's like gosh oh, not really that but like the truth is he doesn't know if he wants to Guys don't really know if they want to keep hanging out with them after they have sex until after they have sex, but he has no choice because you live with them for that weekend. <laughs> right. You know? I mean, that's the reality right. of it is. And so yeah. he panicked. That's it. Okay. Yeah. But uh, well, who cares? On to the next adventure. Yes. On the next, keep being adventurous. If it, slow it, slow play it a little bit more. And if anything, be aware that guys do panic about that. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, show this, like if it's always great if you have friends in the same in the same city, you might be visiting a guy. We're yes. like, oh, you know, like I actually have these plans with these other friends yes. and make him feel like he doesn't have to take care of you for a weekend because I think every guy kind of feels that pressure. And I'm sure you had your mm-hmm. own fears and, and, and I'm just talking about like, and I guarantee you that's what he was thinking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And make him pay for the flight. Yeah, but yeah, I'm glad he played played for the flight. He should have done that. That's all that matters, right? (laughs) That's all that matters. No harm, no foul. But uh, have a fun weekend. Do something fun. Have some sex with some other guy. (laughs) Absolutely, but safe. Thank you, guys. Safe sex. All right, thank you. Take care. Bye. I love an adventurous weekend getaway. That's great. Uh, it fits in line with the rest of you. You know, moving out here, giving, going on the bachelor. Always, I've, and I, yeah, I've always been into it. Uh, I mean, it's like I have all these, but the ha- over the years, a handful of my times, I've had a fun. Yeah. Uh, I think that 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 when I talked about it, was that the kind of first time I did something that crazy. Oh, for me, it was maybe that gave you the appetite for uh... the appetite. <laughs> And it, like it certainly ran its course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like it got bad. No, I mean, I, I went out there, and then like a month later, she came here. Yeah. And I think she kind of wanted to keep hanging out. And I feel like I was just kind of mm. like, I mean, uh, so much of it was the excitement of, of it all. Talking a whole plane flight and then it not. Was, it was one of the coolest stories of my life. Oh, I mean, I will that's say, very like, sexy. It was, it was. It was a again. It, it literally started like a year before because the only reason I was on said flight was because I had a free voucher. Oh, so you made up a story of like how like kismet. It was like well again. The only reason I was on that particular flight was some free voucher I got the year before, and it was one of those airlines that doesn't even exist. So like I barely could use it. And I, yeah. And I had to choose between either going directly from Chicago to Vegas and Vegas to Chicago, or getting a free flight but flying to Atlanta from Vegas to Chicago, which made no fucking sense. But I was like. Fuck it, I'll save the four hundred bucks or whatever. It's like sleepless in Chicago. And so, like at six a.m., I, I don't want to be in this like, total babe walks in, <laughs> and it was actually me, her, and this other like she was older, but another beautiful. I like the two hottest women sitting next to me. Wow, it was like one, what? What usually are the chance? Usually, it never happens. Like you, you first, was it pick your own seat? No, hey. no, it was not Southwest. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we just had a. It was just a fun like mm. for for five hours. We just shot the shit. Yeah, no one knew each other's name. And at the end, I was like, I'm Nick. And then we walked and I was like, well, why don't you give me your number? Maybe we'll, we'll keep in touch. And like that Monday, I booked a, like, it was, it was Now wild. they're probably like, I sat on the plane next to the guy who ended up being the bachelor. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but I, there, in that like Wednesday, Thursday, there was a lot of panic. I was like, oh, for fuck, sure. I'm actually doing this. Like, yeah. fuck. Oh my God. She could be crazy as fuck. And I know like, I, that's what, what's. She's beautiful, and then for four hours I talked her on a plane and had a delightful conversation. <laughs> and for two days in the middle of that week, I was convinced like she's gonna murder me. Like uh, you know what I'm saying? Because right. it was always like, right. why is she? Why is she letting me fly out here? Right. Why is she? This is so not normal. Right. Like why? Yeah. Why are you letting me do this? I know <laughs> I'm doing it, but I'm I know I'm normal. <laughs> so and I we had a we had a really great time. It was really delightful and oh, fun. Memories. Uh, yeah. What a great episode! Another As fun, usual. lovely episode. Ten percent are called in. <laughs> Always good to have a ten percent. Always, I I feel like, uh, and it was such a a great. I feel like uh, our listeners were. It's a relatable, yes. not relatable specifically, but relatable in the, the, 
uh, mundaneness of the fights that we have in uh, relationships. Right. And from a guy's point of view of like, right. I'm really curious what our listeners think of that. I yeah. feel like it's going to be fl- split 50-50 of like, I think some listeners are going to be like, Ryan, chill the fuck out, man. Chill the fuck out, yeah. And other people will be like, yeah, I don't know. She sounds a little lady. Right. Um, but uh, yeah. And I think that's kind of the point where it's like, every, like, there's no right or wrong. Yeah, people are different and that doesn't mean you have to break up with them. Um, so yeah, thank uh, thanks Ryan for uh, for listening, for calling in and all you other guys out there. And I'm assuming you women, you know some guys you could really benefit from some of these conversations we're discussing. Saving the world, Rochelle. I feel like we really are. Not really. Um, as always, sending your questions. Ask Nick at castmedia.com. Cast with a K. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to send in your five-star ratings. We have a great show for you on Wednesday. Check back in to find out who that is. Until then, have a wonderful day. We'll see you on Wednesday.